0: All right, so this week, we are excited to bring something new to our Real Church podcast. Subscribers, Bethany is already laughing again, and this is a brand new podcast. You are not supposed to be laughing on every podcast we do.
1: I just can't
0: Oh my gosh. Um, We were just having a conversation about me bringing her in a little later um, and doing the intro so that she's not cackling in here when we start. Maybe
1: everyone would miss it.
0: I guarantee you people would miss it. Or
1: maybe they would be happy because i blow their speakers out. You
0: know, I think what it is is that whenever we start off podcasts, um, you know, like professional podcasts have like little music intros like we're starting to try to do. Yeah. And ours is you just laughing. You know, that's how every podcast from Real Church should start. So anyway, so this is our first edition of a very new podcast that we plan to release the first saturday sunday-ish um of every month and it is called real stories but we're
1: on monday now
0: well today is monday but we're it'll be dropping the first okay today
1: <laughs> is the first
0: <laughs> yeah, not the first not the oh. date the first uh, i should have prepped her for some of this um, <laughs> anyway so we we're starting a, a a podcast um that is called real stories and the, the whole goal for us is that we, we want to use this as a platform for someone to be able to share their own stories and their own experiences. Um, for us, it's like a really unique way to give everyone a glimpse into some of the real church family or the real church extended family and connect a little more about their own story. And so this is something that we're really excited to be able to do. Um, and for those of you who know us well enough, you'll know that the first week of every month, we focus on relationships. And so we felt like this is the perfect, perfect. I was, I was on a good roll there for a minute, but um, this is the it's perfect good. week to roll out our Real Stories podcast. So for our first Real Story.
1: Should we drum roll or will that mess
0: up? It'll mess not? everything okay. up. Don't you dare. Bethany and I are honored to have with us, Kristen Nay to the podcast.
1: Hey! hey. <laughs> I wanted to be like dun, dun, dun.
0: I cannot wait for this to be a video podcast so they can see all of the things that are happening right now. That's too right much Let's think. Didn't we have someone suggest video podcast we need to do? I think I so. I
1: mentioned it originally and then someone said you're ready for
0: it. All of these will we end are up not being ready for it. All of these will end up being video podcasts, but Kristen, we are so excited to have you here.
2: I'm excited to be here.
0: <laughs> yeah, Kristen was like, please pick me, sir. Please pick me. Uh, Isn't is that what you did? I'm so
2: honored to be the first. I just, uh, you know, I feel like it's an award. The first will be last. The last will be first. It's an unending circle. So here I am.
0: on the first. It's perfect. So I think um, based off of all of the time that we've spent prepping um, in terms of like testing our microphones. That Bethany and Kristen might end up just laughing a lot um, because I might have got
1: it all out now. I don't you know. Think all you got it all out?
2: I only laugh if she laughs, so I'm I might to be okay.
1: In. So then my tactic worked as a kid because as a kid I decided if people didn't laugh at my jokes, I would laugh and they would laugh at my laugh, so I would always be good. I think it worked.
0: And that that is why Bethany laughs at all of her own jokes. Um, It's good, Uh, but uh, but we are so thankful to be able to have Kristen here with us today. And so again, the goal behind these podcasts for us is we are just taking some time uh, to really be able to kind of get to know different members of the real church family. So some of those people may be people that attend this church, or they may be people who are close to the church, or they may be uh, people that we support, or whatever that story may be. People in in Goshen here that we know. Right, yeah. And so we wanted to kind of use this as a nice platform. And Kristen um, just came to mind as one of the first people that uh, we thought it would be great um, to kind of share and talk to and get a little bit of her own perspective and her own story. And so
1: And I feel like we don't we don't know all of Kristen's story. So this is going to be fun for us.
0: Oh yeah, it's anyway. going to be great. It's
1: the big reveal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So secret investigation. We, we've got
0: <laughs> We've got the heavy-hitting questions. Um, we prepped her and told her here's some of the questions we're going to ask, but none of that is true. These are all <laughs> that new. That was just I'm a just Oh, My
1: goodness. <laughs> we should have a wild card that we just throw out there.
0: I got wild cards, don't you worry about that. So, for those of them who may not know you, maybe we can start this off by you just telling a little bit about yourself, your work, your family, your hobbies. Who who is this Kristen Nay?
2: Tell us. Well, so Kristen, I am. Um, I'm a math genius. So those of you who know me know that already because I love math. Um, but in Uh, Reality, I do work at a high school and work with all boys, and it is drop in tutoring. So I do have to know all math all the time, it seems like. Um, So for work, that's my job just numbers, numbers,
0: numbers. So Beth and you, you guys probably talk about numbers all the time. Oh, no.
2: She's like, when I get to this level in homeschooling, I know who to
1: call. (laughs) Ghostbusters.
2: Um, but my family, so I grew up in Northern Ohio, up in Akron. Uh, my parents still live up there in Copley and I have an older sister and I have a younger brother. Um, and then of course now I have my own little family with Chris. Oh um, yeah. And then we have our lovely cat. Since we have no children, we have, you know, chosen to make those cats into, into our children so we can share the love with them. but so, so my what's ha- their name? So I yeah, what's a cat Because I forget. Cat, um, we have Whiny right now. <laughs> Whiny. Um, yes. So we've had a total of four cats since we've been together. We had uh, Mocha was our first. And uh, they're all named after colors, sort of. Um, so we, <laughs> so, uh, what, what kind of color is <laughs> whitey? We'll Hold get on. there. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> so Mocha was first, and he's got you know the brown kind of coffee tones to yeah, yeah. him. Yeah. And then there were two sisters that had been abandoned, and one was black and one was white, and yeah. so we just referred to them as the black one and the white one, which (laughs) morphed into Blackie and Whitey. And then uh, Whitey, who is now Whiny, she just cried a lot. So her name changed changed, again. Yeah, And then um, we had an orange cat (laughs) who was named, of course, if you know Chris, after cheese, that was <laughs> that was Chetty. So
1: um, Chetty, I think Chetty. I like we've got some funny cat names from our past. Yeah,
0: we sure. we we used to have cats. Um yeah. we've had psychotic cats. Yeah, in um,
1: the best cats.
0: And in the best Kids, cats, we've say. had we've had both. Um yeah. and cats are fun. Yeah, they're um, the best. They they, they are great.
1: Cats are best. I love we them.
0: had. Uh, we had two once um uh, bronchi and namer mm-hmm. um were their names um so bronchi and namer and they were psycho um yeah. i mean just huh. crazy crazy cats and we finally got to the point that we had to kick them out there's a lot of stupid stories in that
1: well namer we were like <laughs> what should we name this cat what should we name her what
0: yeah. should we name her
1: i like, was like Let's call her Namer, and I was like, I love it. That's a- oh my That's goodness! And there's Kippers and Pedra. Yeah. Because they were from Napoleon Dynamite, but they were both girls, so we changed it to Kippers and Pedra. Yeah, for them. And there's a lot of but.
0: Others. But Bronchi and Namer were the psycho ones. Yeah. Where. Um, I didn't there know. They were our first
1: cats well, yeah, with and, you, as a married couple. And
0: I don't, I don't, I didn't know cats. Okay. I, we had, I grew up with one outdoor cat. It that was a
1: dinosaur basically. It
0: was, his name was Giddy and um, <laughs> he ate. Um, humans. Uh, <laughs>
1: oh my gosh. So he like looked psychotic. <laughs> if,
0: if cats had nine lives, he had 32. Oh wow. And he was at the edge he of was, the He was like missing second. his
1: tail. He had patches of fur gone. He was rough. But, yeah.
0: but uh, he was so scary, I didn't so. know anything about cats. And so we got these cats and they were going psychotic. And I was like, we got to move them to the backyard and so this just shows you how little I knew about cats. I wish I would have known you then. You would have helped me. We were worried. I had cats my
1: whole life, but I don't know why I didn't tell you that. We were worried, and there was an
0: issue where the cats were trying to go, because we were like, they got to go outside. And um, they were going under the fence to the neighbor's yard Well, the neighbor had a dog. And so it was causing issues, and so he was like, hey, is there anything you can do? And so I buried chicken wire underneath the fence the all the fence, way along the he entire spent backyard digging it out oh took my the gosh. It. and then we brought them back out and we were like look it's fixed like you and guys they have a jumped face. right over the fence <laughs>
1: so, yeah they jumped on the top like really and i was like oh.
0: i was like i didn't know cats could jump like that i, hadn't, I, hadn't, I was clueless so yeah anyways yeah, yeah. um back to you so you're you. so you're <laughs> kitty cats and so you're from yeah. northern ohio and now you have chris yeah. um yeah. right and so um, that's a lot to maintain. I'm sure. Um, especially the Chris. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is funny. Cause Chris
1: is listening. To yeah, Chris,
0: Chris, is, Chris is actually setting our audience. So
1: stop this at any minute.
0: <laughs> probably everything we're saying about Chris. He's just mute, you know, just killing it there. And he's going to put in his own, like something happened. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden it's going to be him saying, Chris is a great guy.
1: <laughs> Chris <laughs> is perfect. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I might need to edit this one myself. Um oh my gosh. So as we, you know, as we get into the the conversation of your own life and your own walk with Christ, um, we thought it would be good to just tell us a little bit about your story. I mean, how how did you come to know Christ in in your own personal relationship with him?
2: So, I grew up in a home where my parents took us to church every week. Um, Sunday morning, we had Sunday school and then service. Sunday evening, we had service. Wednesday nights, we had the children's program. Um, so, I grew up always going to church every week, every week, every week. Yeah. Um, and I, it's funny that Chris and I, you know, this was the story, the overlapping story. We both remember Uh, time, you know, sitting in Sunday school class when you're like five years old Mm. and your teacher's like, do you have Jesus in your heart? And you're like, what? (laughs) And um, so, I do remember very, very vividly the chairs that were in this room. And my teacher had me like, get off the chair and kneel down. And like, I can see what this chair looks like. And I'm sure it was her saying, you know, repeat after me and you repeating it. So, I do remember that. But Obviously, if you're five, you don't really know what that means. Yeah, And so, as I grew up, you know, as a teenager, um, my dad actually became a pastor right before I became a teenager. Yeah, And so, the churches he was in, there were no other people my age. Yeah. So, my sister and I got to go travel to other churches on Sunday nights to go to youth group. That's fun. And <laughs> um, so, you know, we got involved and we did different things. And I could, you know, at that point, started to go out on my own because it was like, my parents aren't here just... You know, making me do this or whatever, like it was something I enjoyed doing. Um, But I would say really the the turning point for me where things became real and personal to me um, was probably, you know, my early 20s -hmm. where it hit me, oh my gosh, I'm out on my own.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, and Tom, you talk about this all the time in your sermons about you can't piggyback off someone else's faith. Yeah, and you know, growing uh-huh. up, that's kind of what it was. My parents had me go to church with them. They said, "Go get dressed, go get in the car." You did it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and so as that young adult, and you're out on your own, and all of a sudden, it's like, this is my choice. Yeah, do uh-huh. what do I do? How do I? make these decisions for myself or, you know, when temptations come or struggles come or whatever, it's not depending on someone else to help you through that. It was depending on God yourself for that. And so I feel like that time in my early twenties was really where I started to grow. Now, were
0: you, um, were you out living on your own? Was it, uh, were you and Chris together at that point or was it just, Um, were you just kind of like being, cause it's interesting to me because like Bethany and I, um, we were never adults apart from each other. Like, yeah. I mean, we were literally right from high school yeah. married we became and became adults. Too. Yeah, right. We were still trying to. Okay. <laughs> um, so it's interesting to, to us to always think about because it's very common in the church that literally people will come to church and then once they become adults, they stop. Uh, because, because yeah. exactly what you said, right. mom and dad's not making them, no one else is telling them they have to, they actually are making their own decisions now. And a lot of times people will make the decision that church doesn't fit in my schedule. doesn't fit in my life. Right. But for you, it was, it was one of those things that, that mattered enough to you to, to continue to do.
2: So in part of what I would say that development of my own, part of it happened before Chris, I knew him. So Chris and I met in college And we didn't start dating until (laughs) two years, two and a half years, something like, you know, later. So I had this time, you know, I developed a little bit of this before, but then when he and I started dating and then, you know, through that, we started looking for churches and kind of like my background and your background and what fits. And, um, sometimes we found a good fit and other times we didn't. And there were those times where you really struggled to, um, if you didn't really feel like it was a good fit, then you didn't feel obligated to go. Right. And so there were times, yeah, there were times that it was a struggle to make that choice. But um, like he and I have had conversations about being a Christian doesn't always mean going to the church building. And in that meantime, what can you do to keep
0: Mm -hmm. that relationship relationship strong? Yeah. Um,
2: And so I would say, you know, before, even before we moved to Cincinnati, we, Jumped to a couple different churches, tried different things. Um, personally, I grew up in very small churches. And so I came in, I was like, I want to go to a huge church where I can just blend in and no one knows me. And yeah. I realized pretty quickly that was not really what I wanted. Yeah. Um, but so we tried big churches. We tried small churches. We um, Actually, before we moved here, we were part of another church plant. Yeah. Um, and so we've tried all kinds of different things, just looking for that fit and trying to find... A, a group of people that that could support us as yeah. we
0: grew on mm-hmm. our own. Absolutely, yeah. No, I think that's a, a beautiful way to put that because, you know, I think I think so many people have found themselves in a situation where um, they have a personal relationship with God. They want to connect in the body in some way uh but there's challenges there because you are trying to find where is the where is the best fit for me. I mean Bethany and I we went through that for years. Mm-hmm. Um it's
1: hard and to find a, a really. Yeah,
0: it, and it's it's hard to find um, especially when you're two unique individuals, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I am very easygoing. Bethany's very difficult. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but as you, you're bringing two people together as it is, and then you're trying to connect on a spiritual level, which may have never happened, yeah. by actually making a very important decision, <laughs> right? So there's, I mean, there's opportunities for conflict. I know we had that. We uh-huh. experienced so much of that. Don't want me like that, girl. Uh-huh. Um, that's that's for a different podcast. <laughs> but yeah. Um, <laughs> (laughs) But the fact what you said is spot on that um, you have to um, you have to make that commitment and you guys made that commitment that, hey, look, this may not be it. That may not be it, but we're going to find that and it doesn't stop you from being a part of the church, just because you're not going to quote unquote church. Right. Because you are, you are a part of of the body of Christ. That's right. That's right. So, so as I think about that and especially growing up in church, because we both did. Right. And so we know what those experiences are like and, and, and how it goes. My father was a pastor. Your father was a pastor. And so all of those things. And for, for me, I'm curious, what for you would you say is one of the most impactful God moments that you've had in your life that you would like to share?
2: Um, So one that I would share actually wasn't in your typical church. It was actually at my church camp. Um, And so um, as a church camp, my whole family is very involved in it. They have a children's program, a youth program, adult services. And so when I was a teenager, I'm going to estimate 15 years old, uh, we had some camp counselors that came from a college that, um, one of them just really impacted my life a couple of different times actually, but, um, there was one, one night in the evening service that I honestly have no idea what the service was about, but my guess would be, it was about forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And I just remember during the (laughs) altar call, just just standing there and just shaking and being like, I need to go down there. I need to go down. And, (laughs) um, and I was so so nervous to go down, but I, I did. And I went down and I was just, I mean, I was bawling. I was just weeping and bawling. And, Mm -hmm. and, um, I mean, I I don't even know half hour, you know, just down there. And this counselor had come (laughs) down and she's, like, what can I pray with you about? What can I pray for? What are you asking God for? And I was crying so hard I couldn't really talk to her. But <laughs> yeah. she just sat there and prayed for me, mm-hmm. not really knowing. So later, after I calmed down, she and I sat and we talked about um, forgiveness and uh, like some things that I had in my past where people had to hurt me. Yeah. And mm-hmm. things that I had been holding on to for years. Yeah. And she was like, what good is that doing you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you really have no idea whether that person is sorry for what they did or not. Yeah. Um. So whether they, uh, you know, apologize for it or not, you have to let that go. And we had to talk about how, you know, if we confess our sins, God's going to forgive us of our sins, and yeah. He expects us to forgive other people too. Yeah. And so this, you know, we had this awesome conversation about forgiveness, and she sat and prayed with me some more. And I just remember how how amazing that felt to just let go of that burden Relief of like, it, yeah. Oh my gosh, I've been holding it like literally for years. It's such a weight. And, um, and, yeah, the weight just lifted. And I have found myself several times since then, like at times when people have hurt me and it's like, man, I cannot believe that mm-hmm. I'm going through this situation and yeah. just having to go back and be like, Oh yeah, God. We talked about this before. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Yeah, like I'm just supposed to forgive and like you know let let's let's talk about this again. Yeah. And so like I found that is one of those conversations that has been so impactful, yeah. not only in that moment when I was 15, but yeah. also in the future as yeah. as things come up. I notice like oh yeah, oh yeah, I've got brings to remember it to this. You. The
1: Holy Spirit brings it to your remembrance again. Well,
0: it's so true because like unforgiveness imprisons you more than it imprisons anyone. Yeah. And that's the worst thing about it, right? I mean, to to hold to hold on to that and to never actually give forgiveness. Many times that person may not even know, um, or if they do know, they didn't even care, right? They, right. They, maybe that was just their personality, it was just the way they felt or whatever the story is there, but you carrying unforgiveness, you're the only one hurting yourself through that, really. Exactly. Um, and it's, you know, because I've heard it put that way so many times, and it truly is. Look, we're humans, right? We struggle with stuff like that. Um, but what's amazing to me about that is you think about who that person was, who that counselor was, who took that time with you, who prayed with you, who encouraged you, who did those things. You know, it just shows me how much of an opportunity we have for impact for people that we're around every single day. Yeah. I just need a kind word They just need, you know, some, someone to encourage them and lift them up in a moment because that, I mean, look how long that stuck with you, right? Yeah. right. You still go back to it. You still go to that act of, yeah. okay, I just need to forgive like Christ taught us to, and all mm-hmm. those things. Um, and applying that to your life constantly is, uh, um, it's just amazing to think about the impact that she had, or he yeah. had, or whatever and it's it was. Cool. Yeah. So I
1: think too. She probably has no idea how that's impacted you, right? You know, so you never know what seed you're sowing as you're following yeah. Christ yeah. in any situation. And now, now you can use that to minister to other people who are going through. It. You know what it feels like. And you know how to show them in the Word how to overcome unforgiveness. So yeah, I love how God does that. I yeah. have lots of yeah. those good good and nuggets. It, <laughs> I would say it
2: always blows my mind too. Like when I think about it, I, w- I was just a teenager, so yeah. mm-hmm. I probably didn't think of it this way. That she was just in college. It's not like she was some, you know, very experienced (laughs) adult that's been through all kinds of things. She was a college student herself. Yeah. Um, And actually, one of the other really um, impactful things that that same counselor did, um, I think that my sister and I both went for a college visit at the school. And we were supposed to, you know, go do different events and, you know, the Mm -hmm. um, little, I don't know. I don't know. It was like just things for people to hang out and do and attend classes and see what they're like. And um, I dealt with a lot of anxiety and I would get like super nervous. And I was like, I don't really want to go. Which one are you going to? I'm just going to go with you. (laughs) And um, I remember, so like we spent the night in her dorm room and I woke up the next morning and there was like a little post-it or something that said um, the verse in Matthew that's like, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to worry about itself.
1: Oh yeah. Today mm-hmm. there's
2: there's plenty of stuff to work yeah. out today. Like don't worry. Like I just had so much anxiety about oh I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know any of the people here. Yeah. What you know what are they going to think of me yeah. and yeah. and she could sense that in me enough to leave me that little encouragement. Yeah. yeah. And so like kind of- but I'm I don't I don't even know how old she was. Right. I mean yeah. Yeah. honestly she, I mean she could have been 20 and right. I, you know yeah. I just thought she was some Yeah, like, oh, she's all knowing because she's been around so much longer than me. And she probably, you
0: know, (laughs) not that much longer. She's probably like,
2: what? We're like three years different. That's
0: awesome. So it's incredible because um, I I know for those who actually know you, um, they see you serve in so many different capacities um and there's there's a lot that we could talk about there um but all of that happens because of all of those foundational stones foundational moments like that that you've had that have led you into this and so i'm curious you know for you maybe to share you know what are some of your favorite ways to serve
2: so if you were to just ask me how I would like to serve I'd probably say behind the scenes. <laughs> I don't want anyone to see me. I don't want anyone to know I'm doing it because of again that fear and that anxiety of what if I mess up I don't want people to know it was me yeah. um, and so um, I guess I did that all through high school like for the plays and musicals I was on the stage crew back in the dark doing all the behind the yeah. scenes things um, and I feel like I've kind of been, pushed. Mm -hmm. What is that? Stretching? I've been stretched. (laughs) I've been stretched out of my comfort zone to really um, step up and find other ways to serve um, that are you know, I, I run the little slides, and yeah. what if I put the wrong words up there? What are people going to think of me? But who
1: you are. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I have found different ways. Um, but again, back to the church camp, one of my um, favorite things is that I have worked with the youth at that church camp since yeah. as I've been an adult. I have yeah. um, been the youth director, I don't even know how many years now, um, yeah. especially with COVID and, you know.
0: Oh, yeah. Did, did mm-hmm.
2: that year count? I don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, but... Um, just serving with, I feel like, the teenagers is kind of my zone. So yeah. being in the high school and working with math in the high school, being at You're church camp and working with, with the teens um, makes me feel young, I yeah. guess. I don't know we feel Um, it
1: that's what we were youth masters yeah Yeah, yeah, we get it so bad so
2: so I enjoyed that and that was something that I never wanted to do like Mm -hmm. I was doing it as a one time favor yeah okay (laughs) I'll step in and I'll do this for one time and I loved it yeah Yeah. and um, so like that is one of the things that I have enjoyed doing just being able to to plan and organize and try to make that fun for them to to be an experience because it was something that was impactful in my life I want it to be the same for them. Um, church camp's
1: the best. That's how I feel about my church camp beers. <laughs> well, I don't them.
2: know how similar your ch- church camp is to mine because yeah. Kim and I were talking the other yeah. day and i was oh. telling her telling her about some of the things we would find when we clean the dorms and she was like oh i would have been out of there yeah. <laughs> um you know the the dead mice oh, you okay. know yeah. things like that so um you I I have know, that I know. oh yeah oh yeah i know it's, i've seen spiders and so, some live ones too you know <laughs> running right, around Why the dorms sure they're probably is. Is. we have a dorm squirrel that's lived there a few years you oh. know whatever um but yeah, That's so the, the church camp is really something where I found is a great place to yeah. to serve and to feel again like leaving a legacy of the this is where because you
1: were impacted by that so right much, you know? when you
0: got to think there's people and teens that are going to go through that and they will have remembered you and and you I mean the the seeds that you were sowing there. Um, is incredible. I mean, again, if you could really look back and see all the people that you've been able to touch through simple acts of service in so many different ways, it's really incredible. And I laughed uh, because I've always known you saying, hey, I want to be kind of behind the scenes, like that's my spot, that's my jam. But it's hysterical to me that somehow you are the first person that everyone sees when they walk into the church. <laughs> because... You you were back in the sound booth, but it just and eventually, oh, the lobby's empty. The I guess I was you just, there. You've just you've just
1: naturally oh, become the
0: creators. you've just naturally become the first face that almost everyone sees when yeah. they come in the door because you're just you're friendly, you're outgoing, and you want people to feel welcome. You want people to um, experience that, and that's also stretching. I know it is, and that's what I think is amazing about it is that. You know, I I don't know that we ever said to you, hey, we want you to go out there and say, I think you just naturally did it. Um, You just saw a gap and you were like, oh no. I'm guess I'm going to stretch myself over here yep, and yep. and and do it and I well, and
1: I think too that refit has Oh my really, goodness. God's really Oh like my god. Used yeah. Yes, yeah,
0: speaking that. of speaking <laughs> of not being in Those front being of behind
2: me. the <laughs> scenes. You got to
1: be <laughs> brave for that and you rock that. Trust and me, you, I know
0: that. I know how brave um, you need to be after doing goodness. it once Maybe and I have no bravery. Person.
1: For those who don't know what ReFit
0: is. Absolutely, you need oh, to. Yeah. A tool that God
1: uses <laughs> you <in. laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, so ReFit
2: is a dance fitness class that um, I have been in some way involved with for f- four years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I started attending classes. I was the most uncoordinated person. I was kind of <laughs> like Tom, my first class. Well,
1: you're nailing um, it now. I was tri-
2: now. tripping over my own feet and you know running into people. Uh, but I fell in love with just the the music and the the movement Mm -hmm. and just that way. Yeah. The exercise, the way it made me feel was just so encouraging. Um, and refit just kind of as an organization is focused on that empowerment and the encouragement and that uplifting piece of it. And so it's not your typical dance fitness. I just really found that that was my, my little direction to go. And so, you know, any other option and, um, I attended classes for a while, and then when I had to start driving pretty good distances to go to a class, I was like, well, I'll just go to the instructor training, but I am never going to lead a class. <laughs> and now I have been teaching classes for um, for quite a while.
1: And you're amazing at it. I'm going to add because um, I absolutely love going to them. And Kristen just makes you feel so comfortable and teaches you them quick and good. And I could go on and on about that. Yeah. <laughs> re-fit, refit is awesome. <laughs> I
2: agree. Um, but yeah, it is something that, again, when I started, I, I, I like Talked to the instructor of the class, and she was like, "You are really good at this. Like, you get the rhythm, you get this." And she was like pushing me toward, like, Please "Why don't you go more? to the training?" And I was like, "No, thank you. I will be your yeah. most loyal participant, but there is no way." And so, yeah, again, you know, stretch. Yeah. And now here I am, um, leading classes, and so it. It is kind of one of those things like I still get nervous sometimes standing in front of everybody or not knowing who's coming or when you know someone new (laughs) is coming and you're like, oh my gosh, did I wear the right shirt today? (laughs) Do they know know I'm the the instructor? (laughs) Um, But I, again, with ReFit as an organization, they really encourage that anybody can do this. And so just hearing that messaging from them has been encouraging to me that, you know what, if they say I can do it, I guess I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, And so, yeah, that, and it is a ministry too, especially like here with the church, um, doing the classes and we use make sure that all of the music is christian music mm-hmm. so that it gets that positive messaging out through the music yeah it's family friendly and, and so so we can have adults and we can have kids and it's a, a good fun time and um at the end of class doing a little devotional together and praying together and again that was something that was like oh my gosh i have to have like some kind of <laughs> devotion of some sort encouraging word i need to pray wow. the yeah. pastor's wife is listening to me <laughs> pray oh my gosh what is she gonna think and and so it was, it was, <laughs> I was taking notes. <laughs> it was that uncomfortable moment at first. And it was like, you know what, if this yeah. is something I'm feeling like I'm supposed to do, I'm going to be able to
1: do it. It's awesome. Yeah. And it's I didn't so know the first time I went that you were going to do that. So I was just so, you know, I don't know if I ever told you, but I went home and I'll be like, Oh my gosh, she did a devotion and prayed. Like yeah. I absolutely loved it. Cause you could worship and dance, but gosh, I think that's such a testimony to what God can do with us when we are willing to be mm-hmm. obedient to what he calls us to do, to, to hear that you weren't coordinated or anything. Like there's hope for everyone. There's hope for you. Don't buddy. even look.
0: I knew that was going to spend. I was going to say, I think I'm going to be but an instructor that, that after this. That is
1: encouraging. To <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, just like
1: Moses when, just like Moses, when he felt like he was unworthy and God knew that he could do it.
0: Like yeah. to think
1: that's you. Like you thought, there's no way I want to be in the background. I want to do this. And now you're leading classes where you're telling everyone what to do. And not only that, you're dancing in front of everyone. <laughs> and uh-huh. then you're doing it for like You've come very far.
0: Y'all know I don't struggle with uh, confidence. Um, it's not an area <laughs> where I, I, <laughs> it's not, I didn't say the word never. It's not an area that I, I seem to have any issues with. Um, but when it came to doing that in front of people, I certainly did. And so I have a lot, I have a lot of respect, uh, for, (laughs) for for doing that for sure. It's almost, it's funny because, what were you going to say? I was just
1: going to say, thankfully you aren't feeling like God's calling you to that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully for everyone. Um, and maybe, maybe we're kind of getting into this was this next question that I wrote down, but, um, I kind of feel like we may have but um I I wrote down the question about telling us a to- about a time where God challenged you and it really ended up changing you in some way um Thoughts. I,
2: I was going to say, so two of those main things are the church camp yeah. and jumping into the youth leader position and being like, oh, no, 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 no. this is yeah. not for me. And then, like, I mean, it's been 15 years at least of doing oh, yeah. that. that yeah. Um, you know, that was something that has definitely changed me as far as, like, just... When God says, "Do something, just do it. that's it. Um, yeah. and then the refit um and I had actually um' you know you sent me that question I knew I was prepared for that <laughs> one. Um, started thinking about even since I've been here at the church, when um I was asked, this feels like yesterday, but it was like two thousand nineteen <laughs> when they said, "Hey, will you teach the kids this Christmas song oh, and yeah. choreo? you know choreography, yeah, choreography. with these sticks <laughs> yep. and and I was like. Um, why do they think I'm qualified for this? And these are not teenagers. I said, teenagers are my strength. These are young children here. What's happening? And again, it was that thing where I was like, I don't know why anyone's asking me to do this. But. Yeah. Um, like in my facebook memories the video popped up and Aww. i mean every time i see it's it like best. i just i'm like tears falling
1: out of my eyes <laughs> i can't I'm wait like, to get back to that
2: and it just amazes me first of all like that i actually did that i taught them you did. Yeah. something, <laughs> and it was beautiful yeah,
0: yeah. really. And was. I was
2: like well apparently someone saw something in me that i didn't know that was there
0: yeah oh, that
2: was yeah.
1: pretty that just made me want to cry <laughs> let's all yeah. cry together and hold hands oh my goodness <laughs>
2: Let um, it out, Grace. <laughs> and so I think that sometimes that's that's where those challenges come in is yeah. that, you know, whether it's um, the words coming, you know, God speaking straight to you, or yeah. if it's coming from someone else, Absolutely. that those challenges come in ways that you don't expect it. And people will, you know, ask you to do something and you're like, I don't know why me, why <laughs> yeah. are, why is this my job right now? Yeah. And yeah. then something that you never knew could even happen comes out of it. That's incredible. You know what I
1: think is so funny about that is because like so many times in the Bible, Gideon, Moses, like all of them are so afraid when like an angel is appearing before them and is like, listen, God wants you to do this. And they are so afraid. And we're like, how could you even be afraid? Like God is telling you, but God uses people even today and through his word to tell us you can do this. I'm with you. You can do all things to Christ. Mm -hmm. And we are so fearful and feel so unworthy, but really it's the same thing as back then. So I just think that's so cool. And then on
2: Saturday, you guys were like, Hey, will you organize these tools? (laughs) So let me just tell you how many times poor Chris was like trying to cut tiles and he's walking down the hall. And I was like, Chris, come here a second. And he was like, what? I'm busy. And I was like, is this a tool?
0: (laughs) So and it was he was a like, challenge. He's like, yes.
2: And I was like, is it like a painting tool or is it like a tool tool?
1: I need oh, to know what to put it in. So, like, there, uh, there I was again, you know, being pushed me beyond happy. my limits. That is funny, Chris. And we <laughs> had no idea. I had no
0: clue. And I, like, I had no clue. If you ever this? feel
1: like that, please stop. No, no, no. Just
0: figure it out yourself. Doing, you did great. So. <laughs>
1: That's good. That's oh, good. Right I there. love
0: that. Well, <laughs> it, you know, you you um kinda touched on something there that made me think, you know, you were talking about since you've been here, that was one of those things, you know, the the doing the dance with the kids, which we did love and we've talked we've talked so much about that COVID that time. Came. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but so how did how did you end up here? I mean, right? You had talked about you. You don't really care, you know. You you tried the big church thing. Uh, I mean, we're we're five thousand plus, right? Oh uh, yeah. Wait, no, are we're, those, you count we're not. Count the ants that
1: wander in. <laughs> it, it, it is funny because spider. so many people think. Let's not talk about. So theory.
0: many people do think that we are a big church yeah. just because it looks like we've got our stuff together. Yeah. Um, but we're that a media wreck people. is great. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They're like, man, they they it's sound good. They look good. They got they wear flannel, you know. You know, like they got it they got it happening. And uh, uh really we're not we're not a big church. Um and so you landed here
1: or small how? but mighty through Jesus That's
0: right. That's what I always say. Small but mighty. <laughs> yeah,
2: I was gonna say, I don't know. I mean it was really just interesting kind of the luck of the draw we chose you first. Um but um going back to church camp, it seems to be that I had gone to camp that summer and just had this just renewing, of, you know, that's how it is. It's like a mm-hmm. revival service. You go in, you got 10 days of just intense yeah. service, 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 and you come back and you're just like, I want more, I want more, I want more. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, it's a, well, I'm not getting it. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I, Chris and I had uh, met up. It was on a Saturday. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we were thinking churches on Sunday, right? You <laughs> know, so we've got a day. Let's plan this. What are we going to do? And I said, I need to find something because what we have is not enough. I need like, I I want to keep this feeling going. (laughs) And so he and I just sat down, we're eating lunch and we're talking. And I was like, I don't even know where to start. And he's like, well, I don't know where to start. Like, do do you start at the church like location-wise that's closest like, to your so house? Close, yeah. Or do you, like, I grew up in the Wesleyan Church, he grew up in the Nazarene. Do it's we look for something to hear like how that? It's planned it out too
1: yeah. versus, like how we figured it out, you know? Right, so it yeah. was like,
2: how do we choose where to go first? And so I said, well, I got this random Facebook friend that I've never actually met before. <laughs> but I see her post all the time about this church they're starting. That's so and awesome. so, like, maybe we could just try that one yeah and so i was through
1: Janberry, actually yeah you became friends yeah Yeah. through melissa yeah Yeah.
2: (laughs) so and i didn't know her either i mean that was she was friends with someone else who was friends with someone else who was friends with me or you know so um we had never met but i'd seen all these posts about the church and the work days you had and just all kinds of Mm -hmm. um you know, blowing up my Facebook feed all the time with this. So I was like, well, I guess maybe we should try this one first. All through so,
1: jamberry sales. So, yeah. so several God, years later,
2: um, just randomly messaged uh, Beth and was like, hey, tell me more about your church. And she was like, well, we actually don't have service tonight. We're just going to eat food. <laughs> <are> we, <laughs> and, and so Chris and I are like sitting there eating our hamburgers going, <laughs> sure, we could <can> eat. We <laughs> could eat again. <laughs> so um, we came out, and you know, the gathering. It was. It was kind of that awkward thing at uh, first, yeah. where yeah. we're like, we don't know anyone yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I've seen best picture on Facebook. But I'm looking around and then I saw, actually, I think it was no on And I Facebook, was like, "Photoshop." No, I, was like,
1: I think that's one of their kids. And I was like, <laughs> I don't really know. Um, you, and you went up to somebody yeah. else, Kristen, and never told me. <laughs> I thought it was me. And I just kind of stood there and I was like, ugh.
2: And then um, Jody, of course, oh, you yeah. know, comes up and he's like, quit pretending that you're nervous to be here. <laughs> and I was like. Uh, I, I, um, hi. <laughs> back to the car <laughs> um, so it was kind of, you know, that awkward phase of getting to know new people. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, what really sold us uh, um, was when, Tom, when you gave us the tour afterwards mm-hmm. and you started telling us about the mission of the church and the boldly generous and giving back to the community and yeah. really how all those things invested in more than just being a church service mm-hmm. to yeah. go to, but how it was so much more than that. We're yeah. like, this sounds pretty awesome and yeah. like something we could get
0: involved with. That's mm. cool so, for
2: us to hear too. You
0: know? Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's amazing. And it was like, I mean, out
2: of all the things, From Jesus. especially, you know, now that we've been here for a while with the gatherings and knowing how much work there is to, to set it up and to yeah. tear yeah. it down. And like we were in the parking lot. So moving all the, those were the super heavy tables, oh, the, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like moving all those tables and doing <laughs> we'll be all that.
1: Sweating bullets by time. people yeah. <laughs> But just the
2: fact that you took that time to, yeah. to, show us around and talk to us for a while was just like wow like at our last church that we attempted to i never talked to the pastor a single time wow wow. and so it was just you know one of those things is like wow these are these
1: are real I people have like right. heard yeah, a lot it. of people say that too which has surprised us as well yeah because i
0: will talk to anyone to get out of moving tables
1: oh yeah <laughs> oh, especially those tables right yeah and i was <laughs> doing it all there was times that i was practically in tears because he'd have to do something else and And it would be madness, and I'd be like, "Kids, help Bobby, please!" Like, (laughs) because that's just when we just didn't have a lot of help yet, you know, and. I'd just be dying out there. And of course, it'd be like a summer one where we're like sweating oh my gosh. profusely. Oh, yeah. And then we meet someone and we're like, oh, <laughs> 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 I know exactly. you carry deodorant back
0: then. That's <laughs> trying to eat the microphone over here. I, know, I
1: just had it. So um,
0: I no, I think that's an, I think it's amazing. Um, I know it's always encouraging for us to think back on um, how like yourself came to be a part because you know there's so there's so many people that e- either come or they have come or some people that may not come to services but they still see this as their church like mm-hmm. at the end of the day people will point this way and be like hey that's that's the people you know it's like yeah it's um on social yeah pastor randy ballard you know when we first started the church and we started doing things you know as a pastor when you start a church it's all about well, how many people do you have coming and how many people do this and this you know there's so many conversations about this and pastor randy Um, He never really asked me that question. He always asked me, how many people are you pastoring? Um, Which I thought was such an interesting question uh, because it wasn't about how many people are coming to your services. Um, And, you know, you... I mean, to be quite honest, when you think about you pastor your own flock. I mean, you've got people mm-hmm. who come to these classes who they do look to you. You've got uh, kids in, in schools that you tutor that they look to you. Like There's people all so around your people. circle right. that you have so much influence with, which is really incredible, and really being a part of real churches, being the church— Wherever you are, yeah, uh, that's what it's all about. And exactly. what you're
1: already doing, and Chris. you do that, right?
0: You do that. It's like it makes sense, man. Um, <laughs> we just
1: branded it. That's all we did. <laughs>
0: and so you, you may have said this. You maybe you haven't. Um, but I wanted to ask you, what would you say is your favorite memory? Uh, your favorite real church memory?
1: Uh oh, I'm scared. Well, I
2: don't want to say my favorite memory. <laughs> I'm scared cause I not Two years later, still laughing about the kleptomaniacs around here. Um, oh, I'm fine
1: with it. That's yeah, so that. That's not Yeah, I would
2: say that. like, it's just burnt into my brain when we were playing the gestures game uh-huh. and and Beth decided I, to just start picking the... And it was like, not even the fact that she was doing the wrong word, but
1: like the total chaos that ensued was just awesome. So like, that is definitely burnt into my brain. But So that was, I picked a card and the word was kleptomaniac, right? Yeah.
0: Hold on, hold on. There were two words you could have chose yeah. from. Both you were picked hard, kle- The think. other one was not hard at all.
1: Well, I thought a collect- oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> like- kleptomaniac. I thought it was a person who collects things. So we're, we were playing it with the whole church at a gathering. And I just started grabbing all sorts of stuff on the table. You're not allowed to talk. You have to do it through motions. And I'm grabbing everything. Well, I accidentally grabbed... A lemonade uh, in a solo cup, right? Is that what yep. yep. And I start spilling it all over the game cards <laughs> as I'm grabbing all the stuff. And then we come to realize it was a totally wrong thing. And I had made such a huge mess. In front of everyone. Lemonade all over me, all over everyone.
2: Thing. So we did term that the collectomaniac.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> but,
1: And what is it again? Just to confirm, <laughs> in case anybody do not even know what it means. See, is it <laughs> someone who steals? steals yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: But see, that's why I would see, have never picked You, a you stole card. someone's lemonade, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. guess. But
1: you guys did pick it up, pick up on it all this time. You've accused me of
0: the oh, <laughs> thing. Clean, clean. I cleaned it up, but yeah. <laughs> that, that
2: that one definitely sticks out in my mind, though. And I oh, also love like, this was one thing when we started having the gatherings over at Three Waters. Oh yeah! Um, the dance parties during yeah. the cleanup.
0: Yes, that those are
2: some our favorite. We, pretty we saw time. those
0: videos come up in our memory just the other day, alive, and actually. we were like, "Oh my gosh, we, we can't miss wait! That. We, we miss cannot people. wait!"
2: <laughs> it's like you know, oh, we're folding up tables. Just kidding. Yeah, break yeah. it down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: That is fun. I do. Love that. <laughs> I forgot no one can I see us. I know. I'm like. I said video. Oh, that's what videos I'm coming. We're not guys. ready
2: for video. <laughs> they missed it when I sniffed my armpit earlier <laughs> too. Then, huh? I was like, exactly. oh, it's hot and sweaty. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's
0: awesome. Uh, so, um, you know, I wanted to be like, okay, so now can you recite um, the entire? Favorite sermon that I ever preached. Oh, I'm just kidding. Uh like you this know, is it. The one sermon, you know, this, this was when we
2: first started coming here, sometime <laughs> you know, in that first phase, I don't know, first yeah. month maybe. Right. And I don't even remember the entire sermon. But Failure. I probably counted how many times you said the pit. <laughs> the, pit.
0: Oh, the pit. The pit. Because the pit. The pit. <laughs> you're stuck in the pit. And Oh yeah. he was
2: like, you're down in the pit. And then you fall in the pit. And then you try to climb out of the pit. It's and the Herring was pit trying to pit. wrap.
1: I was. I was feeling it. I was feeling oh, it. I won't do that. If I, I, I had
0: my refit moves, I could have busted them that night. Oh, yeah. Do you remember what it was
1: called, Kristen? That oh, sermon? who knows?
0: I don't, I don't even know. I don't know. We're going to have to look it up now. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to search my sermon documents. I remember well,
2: being did pretty, you learn it being early
1: on.
0: It was an early one. Do you
1: remember one.
0: that? I don't remember.
2: If you're in the pit,
0: you can't get out of the pit
1: by yourself. Yeah, okay. You need someone's help Who need? to Kristen, get out of Preach it, Chris. Who is it that you need? That's Jesus. That's right, girl. <laughs> That's right. So,
0: so let me. I, I know we're going to wrap things up here. So, we I'm need curious. a wild
1: card question. Oh. We need just a crazy. one. I just one. asked
0: the wild card one. The oh. wild card one was would recite the entire favorite sermon that I, I it's ever just preached. I
1: think it should me the question. Again. Well, I
0: think the <laughs> I think our random question could be. Um, um. Well, no, I don't have anything. I you was gonna try it? to say something funny, and I and I lost it.
1: Okay, if you had to choose ketchup or mustard for the rest of your life, oh,
0: here they come.
1: What would it be? You can only pick one. This is a serious question. People out this there need good. to know.
0: This is good, and I think this makes sense for you to always have the question for this because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna think of these. That's a weird you question.
1: You I would have to. I would.
0: It's a no-brainer.
1: I would
2: have to pick ketchup because exactly. I don't like mustard, but oh. I also oh. don't eat ketchup. But I, mean,
0: <laughs> but I mean, not seriously.
2: anymore. I, I used don't eat, you don't like
0: eat it. I used, to. I... I used to eat I... it with a spoon. <laughs> no. Well, Chris,
2: Chris will claim that I ate it on everything, which is not true. I now my I brother did. Steak. My brother would eat like apples with ketchup on, on it and mac on. and cheese oh. with ketchup, like everything. Ugh. Ketchup, ketchup, ketchup. I do like ketchup on things like French fries. Okay. That's normal. Okay. Hold right? On.
0: Hold on. Do you eat them? Did you eat ketchup on eggs? Scrambled no. eggs? No. Oh. Okay. Did you well, maybe when I was little, but not on as macaroni an adult. and cheese
2: we not know, as an adult definitely people. not okay, okay, definitely okay, not okay. as an adult
0: I'm just I'm just trying to figure out where you fall on that scale so I can get comfortable it, somewhere I can
2: remember a time eating eggs when I was young with ketchup yeah but I haven't it's been I yeah, don't know good a long okay time. we're okay then we're right, okay have, mac and cheese not sure
1: but. I have one more oh serious question All what right. would be your most impactful like word that you feel like that you've heard that you remember being taught while you were here
0: now see there's <laughs> there's where there's where the big question oh. comes out you pull out the big guns uh-huh. yeah. uh, I'm just
1: curious I just decided to throw it out there
0: or something that you've learned yeah right maybe yeah. um it doesn't have or to be a specific
1: something you picked up on through. um
0: yeah, through your experiences.
1: As a body together. Do I
0: get
2: some jeopardy music to think Dan, to
0: hold on? Um, I can guarantee yeah, that you that Chris can, and just Chris, will, can Chris will that. plug that uh, in. i yeah, yeah, M- can a- easily that. add that in. Oh uh, man,
1: wait, um, was that the right
0: way? <laughs> that was a, like a like a I just put you drum. on the spot.
1: It wasn't um, on the question list, so. I'm I was. Curious.
2: I'm pretty sure that this was Tom that talked about this. So if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But um, <laughs> in the story of Peter walking on the water, mm-hmm. was this you talking about how Jesus immediately reached down?
0: Uh, it, I, have I don't no know if clue. it was you.
2: I I feel like it was. But yeah. sorry, this if it was someone else preach oh, this good. to me you're good you're good um, but in the story of um, I mean, when, when Jesus is walking I mean, on the water and yeah. Peter comes out on the water and he's like I'm doing it I'm doing it and then he starts to sink Yeah. and it says um, that he cried out for help like Lord save me and the word says immediately Jesus reached down yeah. Yeah, and I saved him yep. and it wasn't that first critical moment of I can't believe you didn't believe that you oh, could walk yeah. on water yeah. that yep. you're drowning now Because you didn't believe, but immediately the first thing was, "Let me, let me help you. Let me reach down and Mm -hmm. save you." And then it was, "Okay, why did this happen? Why, why did you start to sink?" And like that, that aspect of God is not that critical um, right off the bat. He's going to reach in and he's going to save you and he's going to help you come out of whatever that situation in your life is. Right. um, Instead of that immediate. Criticism, it's the
0: immediate help. Right. Yeah. I'm going to say that was me, me regardless because it sounds good. So it
1: did. It, <laughs> I remember somebody taught it because I remember it and I remember writing that down and it spoke to me as well so much because sometimes you do feel like. You know, it could he could be really judgmental and like, you should feel horrible for what you did. But really, you were, I think it was you too, but maybe we're going to have to figure this out now. Yeah. And it kind of of, how gentle Jesus was. Yeah, And
2: it makes me think too of, you know, I don't know, because this is not what happened, but had Peter started drowning and he didn't cry out and say, help me. -hmm. Yeah. What would have happened? Mm -hmm. Like that idea of like us as we struggle through our lives and we make those mistakes and we start drowning in our own mistakes. Like God's there and he's like reaching out and he's like, My hand is here. I'm reaching for you. Like we have to make that step to say, Save me. Like we have to, whether, you know, it's the physical words or that reaching, whatever it is, we have to come to that realization that. We need the help.
1: Yeah. God Absolutely. is there to
2: give it to us and he's going to give it to us when we ask for it. But yeah. until we realize that we need it and we ask for it, yeah, what are we going to do? That was good,
1: Chris. And I think Tom's going to ask you to preach now soon All to right. get ready.
0: <laughs> so um, I want to I final this out with one last question. Okay. If someone's listening to this podcast and they hear your story and they're curious about God, what is it that you would tell them?
2: So kind of going back to what we talked about at the beginning of that, you know, being on your own is, Mm -hmm. it's not that dependency on my parents made me go to church or anything like that. It's building that personal relationship, Yeah, figuring Mm -hmm. out, like, my relationship with God is going to be totally different than anyone in this room or anyone out in the sanctuary or anyone out in the world um, that it's got to be personal to you and you've got to figure out like God is going to be there for what you need. And how can you like, in your life, be there and be prepared for God to fill that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's all about if you can make that personal connection. I mean, in um, whether you're, you know, reading your Bible or praying or singing worship songs, whatever it is, those things they, they can mean different things to different people too and hit in the way that they need to hear it. And I think that if you invest in making that personal mm-hmm. and you don't seek out a little, okay, what does the world say it should look like? Right. But what does it need to be in my life?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that is yeah. perfect. And now you can let out a big sigh of relief <laughs> <laughs>
1: you <did> because, <laughs>
0: um, that concludes our first edition of our real story segment. And we're, again, our hope is to do these the first, um, Saturday, Sunday, um, of every month tied in with our relational week, just to, Share someone's own personal stories. Um, I I can say for Bethany and myself that we appreciate you being the first yeah. person to come be a part of that. I um, would clap,
1: but I I know that
0: I know that I learned things about yeah. you, right? Which mm-hmm. I think is amazing uh, because
1: I, I want to know more now, right? Um,
0: and I, yeah, so I, know I you know, I think it's I think it's <laughs> you know, you know the the goal here for us is to be able to open up discussion like this and to be able to learn more about each other. Uh, because that is being a part of the body. It is us coming together. It's us getting to know each other. Um, because you know, it, it's you know, you think about in any relationship that is what is supposed to happen. And the bride of Christ is no different than any other relationship. We are to come together. We are to learn about each other. We are to, we are to grow together. Because it's those opportunities that lead to accountability, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it opens up doors for. Um, for so many other things by just being a little vulnerable and sharing your story and you find someone saying, wait, you heard, you felt that way? I have felt like that before and I've experienced yeah. that before and you go, oh my gosh, I'm not psychotic. Um, I feel a little bit better about my situation. And so, yeah, So we seriously appreciate you coming and doing this and being our first uh, person as a part of this. And so we will look forward to many more. I see Bethany is making gestures at me. I
1: wanted to add to what you're saying is our stories really impact each other and they encourage each other. And I feel like, you know, we used to in the church share testimonies all the time. Right. And I feel like this is a way that we can all be sharing just pieces of our testimony again. And that's that's biblical for us to do. So I'm super excited about it. And like Tom said, it's been awesome to hear your story more. Well, thanks. So. Yeah.
0: And the Word of God says that we overcome by what? By the blood of the Lamb
1: no. and the word, word of, of our testimony.
0: testimony. And so <laughs> there is there is overcoming and yes. being able to sit down and share your story because yeah. we have tens of thousands of viewers <laughs> um, I mean, listeners, they're not viewers yet because you won't let me do video yet. But I'm yet.
1: super excited about this podcast because I do feel like, yes, this is what God wanted us to do. He wanted yeah. us to continually be testifying. So there's, there's so many things that we could be testifying about. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is just a start of the testimonies people are going to hear and... We're going to be able to encourage people through it and ourselves. So yeah. I'm super pumped about yeah. it, and I could just keep saying this over and over in different words, but I'm going to stop.
0: Yeah, you did good. You good job <laughs> but using I'm your so words. Excited.
1: This is awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, again, everyone, thanks for listening in uh, this week, and uh, we'll be doing another one of these in about a month. You guys have a great morning, day, night, evening, midnight. I don't know when you're listening to this. We pray
1: that it encourages you.
0: Yeah. Enjoy that. We'll see you next time.
1: Amen. I feel like we need to say that. (laughs) In Jesus' name, amen.